said, put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. And I was, okay. I think it was right. in the box. It was in the box? Maybe. The whole time? I don't know. Okay. So, hey, welcome to 10 Random oh, Things, uh, a, a great show that streams live every week, talking about the things that audiences, fans, other cool people are talking about. I'm Rob Cabosco. I'm Pat Wilson. Okay, this is a, as always, the show is random. That's right. We have. Yeah, I, I don't know what's in those boxes. You, he doesn't know what's in these boxes. Bo- you don't know what's in any of it. We tried to, we have more distance now. Yeah. We've improved things. But guess what? Yeah. Uh, this episode, a bonus thing. Oh, okay. A bonus thing that talks about. I thought you were going to say it was a sponsor. Brought no. to you by nope. the fine people at White Paper. Yes, nope. White Paper. Here it is. Good for drawing on. Uh, I did a thing. You did a thing. I, I. I went to Little Caesars. Okay. I got. Oh, did you get the pizza? I got the bat pizza. <laughs> the bat pizza comes with. Ooh. A, well, that a, is, that was worth the time. Let me go to the yeah, thing camera, that. which put yeah, the put thing, thing there. Yeah. It comes with when you that go. Is really nice, and you can see this is like a yes foil embossed down here. You get the little, get the little thing, shiny there, there thing. it is. And also, there's a little Caesar's logo right here. In the corner. That's <laughs> there it is. Black oh, on nice. black, it works. Black on black, yeah. But wait a minute. Yeah. I that's, go to get my really pizza. Classy. And he spends a lot more time yeah. riding that motorcycle than he does riding in the Batmobile, so that's that's good. I go get to I go get him at the portal to get my pizza. Yeah. This is laid gently on top of the pizzas. Oh. Uh, it doesn't no grease? Nope, no, no grease. Okay. Doesn't smell like pizza. Yeah. I thought this was very nice. That is really nice. That's like I actually like that better than the comic book that I got for seeing it the for the fan screening. Way to go, Little Caesars. Yeah. Nice job. If you uh, like Little Caesars, and by yeah. the way, I like Little Caesars. They use Munster cheese. Way to go. Oh, they do? They use Munster cheese? Yeah, they oh, do. They okay. use Munster cheese. I, we, we go to Little Caesars a lot because uh, my youngest daughter loves the crazy bread. So we get a lot of crazy bread from that place. I really like their pizza until they switch to a pretty much pepperoni only thing. And uh, the old man can't take the pepperoni anymore. <laughs> so I've had to put away the Little Caesars because they apparently don't do anything else other than pepperoni. So uh, sorry, Little Caesar. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll, just keep, I'll we'll, just keep eating. We'll have a random. We'll have a random conversation about pizzas yeah. at some point. Okay. So first Ooh, thing, please. I got dive right in because today's okay. a really special day. So that was, Great that day. Was, that was not the first one. If those you no, keep score, doesn't, no. don't count. Here we go. Oh. And I had an inkling. Okay. That today was going to be the day. You did. That we may have to talk about this. Okay. The, these are uh, vintage collection. Yeah. Uh, I forget. I forget it's exactly. Old men and the ghost posse. So these are the spirit figures from the uh, cinema, the cinema scenes that were like started in the late '90s, all the way to the early 2000s. Yeah, this so was the was, set. Those were yeah, and those were the the uh, you know spirits of. Past, present, and future. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, this was they're the, they're the, these are ghosts that appeared at the end of Return of the Jedi, the, the Jedi spirits, uh, up until what, 1997? Until 97 Special Edition, then, where this got be replaced then, with Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Sorry, Sebastian Shaw, you gotta go. But I, I really like that I have him. Yeah. This is the Vintage Collection Spirit Obi Wan that is from Empire Strikes Back on Dagobah. He's just a little bit glowy, huh? He's a little. He's got he's a, a little, little bit. Glowy. Yeah, this is the. What I yes. said for you was true for a certain point of view. So, here's the reason why I bring these up. That impression is way better when you don't see me on camera. I didn't, I was gonna, I wasn't gonna talk about it. Uh, there was a leak of something that I thought was appropriate for today since the Obi-Wan trailer dropped. Yes, the first uh, official trailer for now what's called Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
So there's been a couple different names playing around, but I guess that's officially what they're coming down to. And credited as limited series. So you get one of these people. Six and episodes. That's it. And that's it. Uh, there, was a, there was an image that leaked on the internet last week. Okay. And this is how it relates to these spirit toys, these old spirit toys. This is the new Lego take on oh, it's Lego. spirit Jedis and, okay. and other spirit characters in the Force. This is a shell that the minifig will go into. Oh, I thought that was a ghost hood. Uh, no, no, like it's the, like it's for spirits, okay. but... So they, the big... Well, I'll okay. show you. Yeah, yeah. I'll show yeah, you yeah. interesting... This is not a spoiler, because if anybody considers this a spoiler, it wouldn't be. The You're not going to reveal who Darth Vader really is, are No, you? but the image that leaked <laughs> of this in action okay. had a very interesting selection of minifig. Oh. Oh. Oh, who's this? It's Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, I'm gonna tell you something. Hmm. So, I love the trailer today. Oh, it's on, it's on the it's Lego on, studs. It's, so it's on the Facebook. Well, it's just showing, it's showing how yeah. the minifigure, how, but okay. this is their new take on Okay, so they can toys. You snap the thing around exactly. it to you, make it into a... You don't do this. Right. You don't have you to don't make, make it the, translucent yeah, or transparent. Mm -hmm. You actually take a regular minifig and you put it in this to give the effect right. of the spirit. But just an interesting choice of minifigure. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I fully expect that he is showing up in the series. I fully that, expect that. Well, among many things, I, I guess there was kind of a big clue that there would be something along those lines when the trailer decided to use Duel of the Fates. Is amazing. I mean, it's of yes. course it's a great piece of music, but it was also interesting. Like, oh, interesting. Like we all think of this Obi Wan as sort of connecting to. The, the original trilogy, but maybe they're calling back a lot more of the prequel trilogy. I have a theory on this. The theory okay. is this, from what you saw mm -hmm. and from what you felt, as the Mandalorian is to original trilogy fans and people who grew up with, okay. this series initially is that to people who grew up on the prequels. Hmm. And what's cool is, is in the end, it will bridge the divide between both of those. <gasps> One You're of the things Obi Wan Kenobi is going to bring us all together. He, I would. He will heal fans. Because look, look if, at him. If anyone, I mean, if anyone can do it, it's this guy. This guy. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen this, another thing dropping today is the cover of the final mm. print edition of Entertainment Weekly. Rest but, in PCW. I had a but what an amazing years. But look at this. A decade. This is absolutely. But he looks fantastic. He's got, I mean, just the lightsaber, everything. And that is an actual photo. Yes. Okay, it's not like a like a Drew Struzan. No, oh no, that's thing a, or whatever. No, that's, that, that's a product. That's a publicity okay. shot. Yeah, I know you. Print yeah, it yeah. no, that's that's a publicity shot from it. Okay. Um, I just got to say, all of this, the trailer, yeah. seeing that connection to the prequels, seeing Inquisitors. There's a yeah. whole bunch of things in the trailer. I'll say you were talking about the bridge and the two things. Well, there is a major animated force that finally we're going to see in real, you know, in live action. Like the Inquisitors have like officially canonized if they, Absolutely. they were only softly canonized before. And just to add on, mm -hmm. I'm going to just add this, even though I know difference of opinion. Uh, the Star Cruiser that we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Further, further exhibits in my case that the Star Cruiser looks like another TV show than just Star Wars because the sequences that you see very quickly in this trailer of the interior of an Imperial ship, mm, mm -hmm. that's Star Wars. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> yes, because no one's ever gone wrong drawing a line of what is and isn't Star Wars. I'm saying it, <laughs> just, just me, just me. But that's that's what I'm sticking with. Anyway, okay. So, there we go. I have my, I'm starting with my, my 
very small box here. All right, so um, we've been talking a lot about best intentions, and so that's that's a recurring theme for on my side. So that was loud. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that uh, my daughter got big into, my my fourteen year old, is Dungeons and Dragons. Loves it. Plays it all the time. She runs. She actually is running a campaign that like runs on Discord, which is a whole other thing that like. I'm used to sitting around a table and doing it. Um, but so in the rest of then she talked about it all the time and we talked about story and we talked about systems and all these things. And so um, my youngest daughter, my eight-year-old, also wanted to play. So she wanted to get you know involved. And so my and, and so my, my daughter started running a game for the family. So like the family's actually doing it. And so and so, but you know, one thing you need besides dice is a place to hold the dice, so we had something very unique put together. So this is a custom-made dice bag for my eight-year-old daughter. What? Now I'm gonna show you that thing, and you're gonna what? go, what is that thing? What? So, what is okay. this? What is that thing? Is that some kind of weird uh, alien beast? Is it a strange fantasy creature? No. Um, uh, my daughter's character is a bard, and she plays the bagpipes. That is her actual drawing of bagpipes, oh. my friend Patrick makes custom dice bags, not for business, just for fun, and he created that. So he actually took her original art, went in and like scanned it in, and then figured out how to teach his sewing device, or a sewing machine, but like it's, I don't even know what the comments are, to, to do it, to create her actual image of that, and then like, and then he, he chose the interior. the interior. I love the interior. Yeah, exactly. We found this really cool fabric on that too. So there's a there's a pull string on there. So this is all handmade. And of course, her, her dice are all in here too. I mean, like, there's you know, but um, you can hear rattling around. But like, yeah, that is that is actually uh, the drawing that she did. So that is an original her original art that he found a way to translate onto there, and it's stitched on there too. I mean, like, he found a way to have it go every single little thing. And of course, she saw it and was kind of like. <laughs> wait, like, this, wait, what? You know, I mean, like, you know, it's Christmas. She got it for Christmas. Like, it was, and so it's sort of like, you know, there's dolls and toys and all this stuff flying through, and it's like, oh, great, a bag of dice, whoosh, and like, I'm like, but so I wanted to uh, on on here uh, for the whole internet to show how amazing this thing is and how blown away we can I, were. Can by I tell that. you something? There will come a day she will have this. Yeah, that's what when I'm she's hoping. when she and she will look at it and the tears will stream. Yeah. and she will appreciate. Yeah, that is beautiful. There's only one of a kind. Very nicely done. Isn't that, isn't that cool? So thank you, Patrick. Sweet. Um, all right. I'm so glad. I didn't think it was going to be so soon that we were going to get to talk about this stuff. But I had, yep, this is it. Ooh. Uh, so this is not my first, um, well, this is my first computer that I had growing up. Uh this is it. Uh, this is not the actual one. This is one that I bought, I procured on eBay. Uh, many years later. This is a TRS-80 wow. Radio Shack Radio MC-10 micro color computer. Yes, these are chiclet keys like on a, on a uh, calculator. Uh, yes, those are serial ports <laughs> yeah, wait, but on the back. The one I love that you don't be able to see here is like, okay, so this is your serial port. Right. This is your cassette port. Well, I mean. Rob, why, why? Tell, tell the young people who are listening, why well, would it be a cassette port? That's how you. Were you listening to music on No, this? that's how you save data. What? And if you ever try to listen to those, it sounds a lot like when you were dialing into AOL. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. But here's the here's the part I love it. So this this is this is the entire computer, right? Yeah. You plug in the power, you plug this into your TV with the old little RF modulator. Yeah. This wonderful thing has 4,000 bytes of memory. Bytes. 4K. Wow. And they sold 
the 16K RAM Whoa. expansion module wow. that you so elegantly uh -huh. put this in the back. <laughs> and then that was, I mean, cause look at that. RGB. Right? So there's that, okay. So RCA, why do I? RCA output to the yeah. television. It's completely crazy. Yeah. Why do I bring this? I have it on, I have my, my uh, three amp stickers on the back cause this oh. thing's on the wall in my oh, office. Oh, nice. Okay, so I love this computer. I learned how to code basic on this. Wow. Totally love it. Why do I bring this up? 10 print, why did you uh, bring this up? Well, it was, it was, it was 10 print Apple. 20 go to 10 oh. and run yeah, then and then build the screen with their So game. Apple has their event yesterday, their spring event, peak performance. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal, the new iPad Air, they're putting an M1 in an iPad Air, which tells you, and let me just say about that, great, where's Final Cut Pro for the iPad? <laughs> That's number one. What, what WWDC is coming. Yeah, I don't know though. Okay, now, they have that. Yeah, there's new iPhone colors. Sure. There's a new iPhone SE, nobody cares. The big, the big news was, you don't, you're not buying an iPhone 13 Pro right now before the summer? No, anyway, I hope not. Okay, here's the deal, unless you had to. Here's the thing, they announced the first new Mac in a long time. It is the heart and the soul of the cube. It is uh, a little bit of the, of the weekends of a Mac mini. It is called the Mac Studio. It is, it is, sm Probably smaller in volume than this. Yeah, it's little. It has two M1 Max chips with up to 128 gigs of RAM. You can put it with eight terabytes of SSD. The computing power of this is eight, up to 80% more than a fully loaded Mac Pro. It is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. This is the machine of, I know uh, the, one of the godfathers of, uh, of the next reel he may have had his credit card ready. I just want to say this: in terms of in terms of creative computing power these days, we live in spectacular times. Yeah, that's that is unbelievable. That product, yeah, it's it starts at two thousand dollars for the pro model with the chip. But if you want the crazy one, it starts at four thousand. Yes, it's an outrageous price. However, what you're getting in the size you're getting it, mm -hmm. wow. Is it Dogan's Law or stuff just? Well, I I don't know that it's just it's everything is just exponentially getting so much bigger. Like in the, when they showed that <laughs> that and they said, oh yeah, this can run five simultaneous 8K displays. Yes, yes, this big and it can pump out that many. I mean, like it, it was in the billions of, of of pixels or whatever. Like I just it's mind blowing. Which, by the way, another side note on this: everyone's been talking about these old style computers, mm -hmm. Commodore 64, the color computer, the Coco, which for those of you who are fans of probably remember these. The computer was in the keyboard. Mm, yeah. I think that's where the Mac Mini is going. I think there are there are rumors that Apple has drawings at a trademark office somewhere <laughs> of putting the computer in the keyboard. Okay. What old is new? <laughs> Everything new is old again. I mean, <laughs> All right, there you go. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, all right. So I'm going to I'm going to show you a book. Uh, and then there, we're not going to, and it is, it is signed, uh, but okay. I'm not going to, I have to tell the story of why it says what it says, because otherwise it's not going to make any sense at all. So this is Mike Nelson's Mega Movie Cheese. What? 
<laughs> so this is a this is from uh, the no, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. so the thing yet. Yeah. Um, so oh. uh, so this is from obviously from Mr. Science Studio Three Thousand, Michael oh. Nelson, who now is on Riff Tracks. Okay. Uh, this is a collection of his essays and stuff too. So in here there are all the different things that like he's talking about. There's him talking about wild things or Batman, oh. uh, Anaconda. Uh, all, I mean, all these different... Uh, the the Culkins. I, I just saw Culkins, a thing about the, the Culkins. The pens, like he has... And so they're all different, like, comedic, uh, movie, nerdy essays and stuff, too. So he, at the time I was living in Minnesota, I was working at uh, B. Dalton at the Mall of America, the biggest mall in the country, not the world. Um, and so uh, he was signing at a... Um, a Barnes and Noble, Ooh. Barnes and Noble. The arch rivals until they they bought B. Dalton and shut it they, down. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyways, uh, they and so I could not go. So instead, so I, I couldn't get off work. So instead, I sent my wife, who eh, barely uh, you know she knows what Mister Zancier Three Thousand is, but isn't really a fan. Uh, it sort of lets me go off and, and, and enjoy it. And so I sent her to the well, to the the, the uh, Barnes and Noble to get this buy this book and get it signed to me. So, uh, and, and she ended up telling him, she's like, I, I know who you are, but I'm not, it's my husband and, and you know, Dalton, and she tells this whole story. And so he then signs the book. So he uh, says, here we go. To Kyle, what a crappy bookstore and a crappy mall. Mike Nelson. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? And he was right. Cause it's not even there anymore. Wait, when you were setting this up, yeah. Denise went to go take this. She took, yeah, she took the, I mean, she took the, she bought the book there, because obviously that's... Wait, 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 do, do, do you know what I honestly expected this to say? What? Like, maybe it could say something like that, but I was like, but damn, does your wife love you. And this was, you know, Minnesota, so in the cold, you know, I sent her out in the, in the, in the blizzard, like, let's make the story as dramatic as possible, uh, out uh, to, to meet him and stuff, too, and, I, and she said he was super nice and had a good time, but I also bring this up not only because... It's fun, and I'm, I'm a fan. But because Rift Tracks is uh, currently having their brand new Kickstarter, it just kicked off. Oh, nice! Uh, this and so this fall they are going to do. Have you, do you know about this? No. Oh, I, I love, I love, I love okay, that then, we're talking then, about this. And then, then watch on this face because you're about to see what happens. So this fall they are riffing the return of Swamp Thing. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so and the, the already, new one, the, yeah. The, the, the I mean, the the, the new one. They're going to do yeah. theaters and you know, whatever. And, okay, and all right. Okay. Uh, and, and if you if you back it now, you get a bunch of stuff and stuff too. But and they already like they made their goal the first day. Like it was great. I mean, all the fans for Mystery Science Theater and and Rift Tracks sort of overlap. They all sort of went out and do it. But so now there's tons of really cool stretch goals. So I, I backed it, of course. Um, we've actually we have seen uh, multiple Rift yeah. Tracks live. Very funny. And Very like, funny. They did, uh, they did Doctor Who one at one point. That was fun. Um, and so they've had they've had a lot of uh, really good stuff over the years. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they're, they're going to do now. And you know, it's, uh, they they couldn't do any live stuff during the pandemic, but uh, now that things are getting under control, they're able to go back to theaters and do stuff. Okay, wait. I wanted to say something. I just, just paged through this book. Yeah. For, the first section is on volcano. volcano. Tommy Lee Tommy Jones, Jones and H. That's right. That movie's actually. It, I, I actually liked that movie when it came out. It's, but there was a whole period of the mid-90s disaster. Oh, no, the second one, The Shadow. The Shadow, right? Which is a really yeah. good movie, actually, that gets forgotten and is a great movie. I still, I still say one of the best trailers for any, you know, a comic book action movie. Yeah, thing. like... It was crazy. Okay, that no, that movie's actually really good. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. Wild Things, which yeah. probably makes me Yeah. Dragonheart. Dragonheart. I am the last one, yeah. That's that's that score from Dragonheart. 
Yeah. Okay. If you see Dragon Hunt, you see the first one. Oh, boy, oh don't. don't oh, there. Well, there's there's more than the second one. Yeah, no. All right. So, all right, so. Like, that's the thing. I think this is still available, but if not, just go to, you know, Kickstarter, find Rift Tracks, back it, that's good stuff. I have made, I maybe have made a mistake. Oh. <laughs> I indulged myself into something. Oh, okay. That I probably should not have indulged myself in. Okay. The, these, this, this uh, line of uh, figures might show up again on the show. But we've got to talk about <gasps> oh, oh wow. and the reaction and the new his one. friend. Oh, Guinan. So what are these? Uh, this is Super Seven. Uh, we'll zoom in on them here. Jean-Luc there. So this is their line of reaction figures that are designed to be loving. Uh, what would you say, homages to the 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 glory days of Hasbro? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, hence or, the logo. Or, yeah, or um, even Fisher Kenner, Price, Kenner, well, Fisher Kenner's Price. Well. They're like the they're oh the, the the little people, right? Right. Yeah, yes. They're like they're like because these are like not not incredibly articulated. These are designed. To no, be. these are these are literally five points of articulation: yeah. hips, shoulders, neck. Um, beautiful, like. Beautiful art on the back. Beautiful that you can is see. an interesting term. Why beautiful? This is beautiful because it's retro. Well, I, I love the L cars. Yes, you know, I love that. But like these are really crude renders. Yes, <laughs> but that's the whole point. You think so? Yes. Because this is, I mean, they got really nice, high quality photos here, and like really low res renders. Uh, because of it's the, the it's the I don't know. That's okay. It's okay. Is there a John Luck Pickard here. Just, I'm actually I'm really impressed that he comes with a phaser. Oh no, it has, when when possible, they have accessories. Yeah. Take a good look at, I mean, you can see the figure is yeah. done in sort of the the great style, which is very, very popular right now. As I'm bringing back. Yeah. Um, ha, you know, Hasbro's gotten on this bandwagon with yeah. doing their reissues of not only just G.I. Joe, the O-ring figures that we all grew up with, but also Star Wars in this retro phase. Mm -hmm. I love this. Yeah, I think Super 7's doing some great stuff. So this, this is fantastic. Yeah. Let me tell you, we will have other toys from this line on the show in future episodes. <laughs> yeah, we uh, so we have not talked about Picard. Like in all the things we've been talking about, we have not talked about the first episode of Picard. What did you think? So this is why it's here. <laughs> season two, episode one. Okay. Spoilers, I guess, but like nothing oh. really that important happens that I, that you haven't known from the trailer. So okay, so let's let's let me uh, full disclosure. Yes. I was a I didn't watch every single minute of season one. Okay. Okay. Mainly because time two, the more I read some of the reactions to it, it sounded like it, it was yeah. it was a mileage will vary. I, I watched every minute of it, and you're fine. Okay, so I th I kind of figured. Yeah. I I I was excited. Q is back. Guinan's mm -hmm. back. I expect other stuffs going yep. in. Guess what? Here's what they did. This first episode, mm -hmm. they have me. Okay. Gotcha, uh, huh? The Stargazer. I yeah. love the fact. That the one character from season one is the captain of the Stargazer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? I don't remember. I don't remember. I, it's gotten <laughs> a certain point where it's really hard for new character names to like to like penetrate the old cranium. I don't know why. I mean, he's awesome Re though. Rios, I think, is it? Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love it. I am intrigued that it connects to one of the plot points of this first episode, and I guess leading up to the whole season is yeah. it connects directly to an, an event that happened in Generations, the first Next Generation movie which was Picard, the death of his brother, was it? And mm -hmm. his nephew yeah. in a fire, which is which is one of the big character arcs of his character in that movie right. with Guinan. Yeah. This is the, he has the speech to Starfleet Academy where he says, I'm the last Picard, yeah. this is it. Yeah. And it's because of that event, 
I l- love that that's connects. I actually really like that movie, though it's an odd number Star Trek film. It's fine. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a big fan of Insurrection, so I'm, I'm, I'm right with you and having to defend against uh, the people who don't like the Star Trek movie you like. Wait, so. Insurrection? Yeah, I liked Insurrection a lot. Is that the one where they have the conversation that they're Brigadier. that they feel the better because they're younger? Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. That's all, right. The all right, all right, all right. Well, that's a future future episode. Yeah. So I love the Stargazer. I love the look of this. The production design was amazing. Yes, I agree with that. I love they they got a lot of characters, got a couple cameos from the first season. Yeah. I love Guinan is running now. It's questionable. It's questionable to me whether that is in reality. Oh, interesting. I wasn't sure about that. Okay. But she is running a bar called 10 on Forward Street Uh, or Forward Avenue, whatever it is. That's amazing, okay? That was good. So you had me at that. You had me at the Stargazer. You had me at the Excelsior hearing the names like the Hikaru Sulu, the Grissom. Okay, you had me at all that. You had me at the idea that the Borg are new. Like the Borg are actually evolved. If that's what we're seeing, I assume that that's... Sure. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. But you had me at that. You had me that it all went to, and it blew up. You had me at self destruct. Mm-hmm. You had me at zero 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 Picard yeah. zero. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you had me at Q. Yeah. You had me at his new at his new Romulan love interest. Who? I know. It's like that's like the, the tragic. Like this is all these different aspects of Picard. Now it's the tragic hero that like you know turns away from love. I, I'm not joking. Yeah, that was. Great. I'm I'm kind of in like. Well, I, I I would have been happy just like half an hour of just the two of them chatting. Like seeing Picard and Guinan together hanging out at the bar. I was like, yeah, can we just like just set the camera down, put them down there and just let them talk. Oh, wait, each other. you're you're right. These images are horrible. Those are pretty bad. Okay, yeah. I didn't I didn't look at Yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I, 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 I assume it's an aesthetic choice and not like, ah, oh, we don't have time to fully render them. Let's just put out the <laughs> I'm telling you though, <laughs> Super Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Seven doing some great stuff. Do you know what I the? Really like the I'm already going to tell you this. This, I didn't get into the Funko Pops thing, even though we have a couple of Funko yep. Pops. Mm-hmm. This, they are the Funko Pops. Interesting. They have a direct like, line so to my soul. If they do the full bridge crew, well, they you get a look. Are they going to? No, I think they have. Well, I'd say there's no Riker. With, oh, there's with, no Riker with without beard. I mean, okay. How, how do you do this without Riker? I think I do more. Yeah, they're doing, but they're doing Wesley. So I mean, that's that's good. So you know, a little Wheaton representation. They did a Borg. They got data. Yep. These, we're gonna be. These are gonna be back. If anybody's listening, we're we're big. I'm I'm a huge fan now. <laughs> Picard, and I'm a big fan of Picard. Yeah. The only my only non negative to Picard, having to wait. Uh-huh. The opening credits. Mm. Yeah. Just do a greatest mm. hits of Picard. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you're trying to do yeah. the whole meaningful abstract montage like Discovery and all that? No. Just give somebody Final Cut and a whole bunch of like hard drives with old footage. Be done. Yeah. Throw in a Professor X in there too. Make everybody lose their minds. Yeah. Right. Just throw some X's. That's it. All right. All right. So, um, so uh, as uh, as we're talking about nostalgia, as we're talking about that thing, um, one of the things that I I sort of miss is that when a new movie comes out, you if. If you buy it, which a lot of people aren't even buying them, they're waiting for it to hit a streaming service, which I understand, um, you know, financial-wise, that you know, it, you don't ever own it. It's not yours anymore. I, I miss the days when you actually had 
a physical thing. Uh, oh. And you actually had to be able to, like, you know, a new movie came out and you could hold it in your hand oh. and you would have it on your shelf. And so people could come to your house and they could look at your stuff and see. And obviously now there was three years where no one went to anyone's house. And so that, I, I can understand that. But it's a little bit different scrolling through someone's digital purchase library as opposed to on the shelf. So, um, but anyway, there's the, there, there, I'm, I'm getting close to a rant, so I'm going to put it back to what's in the boxes. I, I miss having cool stuff like this. So, this is the Troy Director's Cut DVD, DVD, not Blu-ray, box set, like deluxe that it came out. And like, uh, when I got this, I got this at... um, at a, at a discount store. <laughs> like, it was one of those things I didn't even know it had uh, had come back out. And uh, I, I found, like, you know, it's, it was on, basically on clearance. And I l- absolutely love Troy. It's one Show of my back. favorite. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's one of my absolute favorite movies. It's one of my guilty pleasures, I guess. It's been honestly that guilty about it. So, uh, you've got, first you got your, obviously, it's a. Oh, look at the armor. Look at that. Like opens that up, and there's what? look at that. There's a letter from Wolfgang Peterson. What? Dear movie fan, making a movie. No, I'm not gonna do you, that. like that. But he, he is German. But yeah, but there's a message from him. Um, there's a, le- a handwritten letter. Oh wow. And I, I don't. I actually. I'm trying to read through it to figure out what it is. I think it's Wolfgang Peterson writing to his production team. Uh, this is a. Let's see. We got the. Uh, Script excerpts that written by uh, David Benioff, who actually uh, write uh, Game of Thrones. You might have heard of it. And this is actually Wolfgang's, uh, his script. So wow, all these annotations notes? are his notes. And, such, you know, and you see on both sides, like there's his handwriting, you know, back oh, and forth. Oh, wow. Like any things that, I think, I think the slash is when they had finished. Like we did that one, that page is done. So you would slash it, cut it off in the two. And then some really cool production stills. Oh, wow. Wow. There's Diana Kruger. We got Eric Bana there. There's Brad, the golden boy. Yeah, he was was actually just being interviewed. He was talking about Troy and how he thinks the studio is what messed it up because they they sold it as a Brad Pitt action vehicle, and that's not at all what none of none of them were. That's making, not right. None of them were making that movie, and yet he feels like that's what they sold it as. And so that's people went that into is. it and went, "What? What is this?" Yeah, that's not what so that was. We got so there's the this is a mini book. This is the art. Oh, and go into the yeah, thing cam. cam. Right, so. <gasps> whoa, whoa, that's a beautiful cover. Isn't that great? That's yeah, like it's raised and stuff too. So you got all the different, you've got your production stills, you've got your concept art all the way through, and then, yeah, actually then into the the, the movie itself. So when, I'll show you this, and then we'll flip back to the, anything so. Oh, love. Yeah, love. Destroyed us, mission. There's, oh, there he is. There's our golden boy, Achilles. There's the business. so. Wait, this, this is... Isn't this cool? This is a DVD. It's, I, yeah, it's a DVD. It's a DVD. This is even before then Blu-ray was just sort of, you know, new. Uh, so there was this. So this is the director's cut. This obviously, so it's on two discs. Because um, it's that long. It's, it ends up being like almost four hours long, I think. Three, three and some change. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. right. But like, I miss this. I miss this. Like, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home is coming out. And I ordered the steel book because I wanted to have it in my hand, but I know I'm just gonna, it's going to be a re- cool metal cover. I'm going to open up two discs. That's it. 
Well, you don't know. They don't, do you, do you I, know do, I do know. That's oh, it. That's, that's, all they're, that's all they're doing. I mean, Mondo's doing some great stuff. All they're doing is custom covers. They're not, they're not doing any of this. Like, I miss this. I miss being able to have this really cool, you know, um, stuff that goes along with the movie to really show, you know, to really get deep and nerdy into the... Here's, what, here's what No Way Home should have. You know, some of the photos have, have they've released about some of the funny things that they did in the publicity sh studio shot, right? Right. Yeah. They should have a photo of each one of them, each one of the Spider-Man, pointing at the camera so that you could put the three photos, and then you could be like, oh, no! And uh, there is actually a magnet at the bottom here, so it can, when it closes, it actually locks it. Does this, uh, doesn't come with like a, well, like an arrowhead or something? No. No? No. No. No little, uh... It's, it's not the Achilles movie, Rob. Can, it's Troy. Is the, are you sure? Does it come with Does it come with a little uh, piece of armor you can slip inside your sock so that you're? you're <laughs> His mom had the whole. Like, what she needed was a wire basket that she could just dunk the whole baby into and roll them around like fries in the in the fryer, right? I mean, come on, I'm not the only one who thought of this, right? <laughs> okay. The battle would have been very different if she just had like a baby you know, dipper. Um. Wow. Okay. That, you're thinking about. You're gonna be thinking about that. I'm, I'm, I can't stop. That. I can't stop thinking about that now. Uh, okay. Flip. Yeah. Next. Uh, okay. Next thing. Yeah. This is odd. I wanted. To, I didn't know when this was gonna come in. I thought this was a good week to bring it in because of the of some events from the weekend, and we're in WrestleMania season. That's oh, true. So true. I have. I have a. Oh wow. I have a referee figure. You sure do. But this is great. Watch this. Listen. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yep. No foreign objects. He's counting. But you notice, huh? when you do it, his... He's like, so he can be there yeah. as, I, as I put him on the, on the camera. Uh -huh. So like, you could play with your at wrestling action figures and you'd be like, hey. <gasps> Look at that. Pinfall. Okay. So well, I don't have this. I, this is just this is a ridiculous figure that I. That so I, it's it's literally a referee figure. Like that's not like a. Oh no! And this is on light. This is not. No. WWE. This no. Is not like a, this. I even saved. I saved this so I knew it. It's uh, okay. the referee from the WrestlingSuperstore.com, a figures toy company. Way to go, everybody! Yeah. Uh, for for all those you want to have the you know you get your your figure set up and you want to have a real well you want to have and actually he's, follow the rules he's just here in the office so I can tell oh. people hey <laughs> here's why here's why I brought this up today uh, the weekend saw for those of you who are wrestling fans mm -hmm. AEW which is the upstart company Tony Khan who is the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars they have been hugely successful they had an amazing pay-per-view you will know this guy because he used to be in WWE. William Regal showed up, is now on All Elite. Wow. Okay. Uh, there is talk, CM Punk had a match. Oh, nice. It was, it was awesome. I'm just gonna say this, we did, are heading. Did my favorite wrestler Who wrestle? It? Orange Cassidy? Oh yeah, Orange Cassidy, I did, yes. Yeah, it's freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed. <laughs> Do we like that? I, I can't love, believe we know all this. I love Orange Cassidy. So Orange Cassidy was there. Uh, Chris Jericho is there. Chris Jericho nice. looked awesome yeah, too. He's the main heel of the AEW, right? John John Moxley, Brian Danielson. WrestleMania is exactly. coming up. Danielson the reason why I talk about Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson with the with the beard. The reason why I say this is because wow, we are heading into a very interesting time of wrestling. It is competitive. 
AEW is doing exceptionally well. They just bought Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. I wonder which about is a I, I huge deal. We'll talk about Ring of Honor. So they, they've got that. Um, if you're a wrestling fan, great time. And Hall of Fame this year, The Undertaker. Uh, going to the nice. Hall of Fame. Well worth it, man. Yeah. If anybody has <laughs> put well, in the time... It's the Especially for Vince. Vince yeah. is going to cry. Vince is going to induct him. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a big deal. All right. So as much as we, we just talked about um, No Way Home, and of course we love Tom Holland, but uh, just because you love Tom Holland doesn't mean that Tom Holland can do everything. And so I think uh, oh. there's been a, a little bit of uh, humility in the last few things that where certain roles may be uh, – Making them younger and having the new hot guy do it is, is one of those things, and I think one of those roles is Nathan Drake. So obviously Tom Holland is starring in Uncharted right now, and uh, pretty much the universal response is, eh. Wait, is that the one? I'm saying it's not terrible, but everybody's sort of like eh. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark oh, Wahlberg God. is playing Sully, which is another one like he's just basically being Mark Wahlberg. He's not really Sully at all. Uh, cool. So in my mind, there is only one Nathan Drake. Wait, is this a character that's... And that I, is Nolan North. Wait, what? <laughs> so this, this, is, this is under glass. So I went, oh, actually, that's pretty good. I don't want to mess with that. I'm going to put it under glass. Oh, there we go. So uh, Nolan North uh, created the character. He was in all of the games. He is the voice and, and motion capture for Nathan Drake in all of the, the four, yeah, four and a half, um, and, and some PSP games and stuff, too, um, that uh, he did. So I... Uh, He's one of my favorite voice actors, and this is my favorite role that he's ever played. And so he uh, was at a con, and I got to meet him. And so, I, so I'll tell you the story. So it, it has very little to do with me, which I, I know people would appreciate. So uh, I, I have this. So this is the art by Patrick Brown. Uh, he's a fantastic video game artist uh, out there. So you know, buy his stuff. He's amazing. Okay. I contacted him and said, "Hey, I'm gonna can I can I have this thing to print?" Because he wasn't selling it. Because he can't legally. So I said, hey, can I, can I have your permission? And he's like, can I have some money? And I was like, absolutely you can. So I, 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 you know, I paid him uh, and then printed this out on my own because I, but I wanted to like, you know, give credit where it's due. Like he made it's amazing art that he's not allowed to oh, sell yeah, because nice. of weird Sony licensing. Thing. And so, uh, so I, I brought it to the convention. Uh, so I'm in line uh, waiting, you know, waiting my turn about my thing. And, uh, and, and Nolan is being super nice. And the kid in front of me is overwhelmed he is like so excited to meet nolan north because nolan north is if you're a video game fan or if you're an anime fan if you're a voiceover actor fan you know him he's been in everything he's one of the most prolific and what's amazing about that is he's an extremely talented actor but he just basically does his voice like he's just Mm -hmm. nolan north he's done deadpool he's done all of these things but he's just kind of like even people say he just has like one range he's not a Jim Cummings or a John DiMaggio where he can, he just has like this sweet spot, but it, it works. So the kid, I was so excited and just so, and, and almost to the point of like, almost losing it. Like, oh, oh, oh my God. And Nolan couldn't have been more kind to this kid of just like, hey man, don't worry. Like he talks all to this kid like, look, I'm just a, I'm just a guy. Like I'm, I'm just a, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to do this. Like I'm so glad you, like and he, just really just was so good with this this kid and basically calmed this kid down and they ended up having like a really nice short chat. I mean, obviously at cons you don't get to, you know, yeah, <laughs> spend all this time, but like it was really amazing. So like you know, when it was my turn, I, you know, I basically said like, oh, I love it, but like that was great. And he's like, who am I? 
Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just a guy that gets to, you know, record videos. Like, I'm, I'm nobody special. Like, I'm not a big deal. So uh, the fact that I get to sit here and sign stuff, that's the gift. I was like, man, like, <laughs> I didn't think I could like you anymore. And so, like, nice. I, there's all the video game characters that, on that only have one piece of art signed by one voice actor, and it's Nolan North. So, um, sorry, Tom. I'm sure you did, did you know, you're, you're fine. But, like, Nathan Drake is Nolan North. And... I had no idea that movie was based on anything. Oh, really? Yeah, based on the uh, video game series on uh, PlayStation, which I know you're not a PlayStation that was not, That's yeah. That's why I've yeah. never... PlayStation exclusive. They're 100% owned. And what's that. the name of the game? Uncharted. Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. Uncharted 1, Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, Uncharted 4. Wait, can I tell you something? There's subtitles, but... They, does anybody think it's probably odd that none of the marketing for this movie referenced that at all? Yeah, I know. It's, it's a little bit like... Mm-hmm. It's, it... it it makes it seem like you're embarrassed of where you got your ideas from, like where you got your source material. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The games are still, they, they put out, they, they're a PS, they, they sort of have spanned the generations of two, but they, they recently put out a remastered collection of the other ones, and, and they still work fantastically. I mean, it's for, for video game nerds, uh, one of the things I thought was amazing is the character animation of it. At one point, uh, I was playing it, uh, and had, they did something in the video game that maybe actually set down the controller and went, because it was the first time I'd ever seen a character. I ran to the stairs, and he didn't just like clomp the stairs. He actually, Nathan Drake turned his feet sideways and ran up the stairs. Like, he actually put his feet on the steps. It wasn't just like uh, animated. Oh, oh got like, it, got it. The char- I mean, this is in the PS3 right. times. Like, I was like, they actually, the, the people at Naughty Dog actually took the time to be like, you know what, we're actually gonna have him step on every stair. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Naughty Dog. Oh, and, sweet. Nolan North. Um, all right, my last, uh, my last thing today. Okay. Uh, a good friend recently was having a garage sale, thought I would like this, and I have to admit, at first I was like, what? And then I thought, oh, no, no, this is a good thing. Oh. So I don't know if you've ever seen one of these. I don't know that. <laughs> so this <laughs> is... This was popular. That is a Y2K bug. It's a Y2K bug. <laughs> it, it actually has a little sand on the bottom where, it's, oh, okay. where it sits there. There is a, it's not accessible. I'd have to oh, tear okay. it open. Does it actually, well, oh, it would yeah, make a sound. It would or make something? a sound. Oh. It would just, uh, just laugh at you and, and, I, your, and your worries about the Y2K? It makes me wonder, I wonder what that sound was. For those of you who don't remember or weren't alive yeah. or just want to forget, yeah. In the late 90s, we started to get very worried that there would be a catastrophe coming of technology because of a programming can, bug. Can you can you do a short version of what the pro, what the what the concern was about? Oh, two digits. We, everyone had programmed two digit years yeah. in their programming. Well, once you get to 99, what happens when it all goes to zero zero? Everybody thought the computers would think we were in 1900. I, I got to say this, Here, and there was there was legitimate there was, concern about yeah. finance market, aircraft, yeah. guidance systems, all this stuff, right? And we and we found out that a lot of uh, very high profile things were using really old oh, computers. No. And and that would happen today. Mm-hmm. You would realize that there's a lot of things running Windows NT. No yeah. offense, Microsoft. Yeah. So anyway, no. here's here's what I love about this. There was a time where we were all worried, yeah. as probably maybe oh, even yeah. today. I, I am going to be very. I, everything is great. We're going to be. We got through this. Why two K? Twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Also, I'm He's going to stay right there. Okay. there. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, uh, 
oftentimes we want what we can't have. Mm. Uh, and so the grass is always greener and that kind of thing. So uh, one of my things is, it, it, though you, though I know you're distracted by the, the size of my beard, um, I actually have an odd-shaped head. Oh, God. I can't uh, You stop. can't, like, 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 looking down this way, like, now Rob actually can see that I have a very odd-shaped head, which means I, I, can't, I, stop I, I can't wear hats. So, oh. unfortunately, hats are one of those things that I, I love, but can't do anything about. I think I own three hats that I could actually can wear. I mean, not like a, like a, like a stocking cap, sure, but like anything else. I have one baseball cap, but it barely does the job. Um, so when I found a hat that actually could fit me, I got it. Now, unfortunately, um, I, I did as well as I could. And these actually don't really fit me that well, but I'm just happy to have them in my life. So I actually have, I have two hats here so we can actually can look at them at the same time. So uh, because I think every person wants to get to a certain age. Oh, well, you should now, own, now should, should own a fez. Listen. You've talked about your love. Whoa. I have talked about my love of fezes, and so I have brought the two fezes that I own. Uh, so these are from Fezorama, uh, who are like the, I want to go deep. They're magnificent purveyors, and just rotate that around so they can see what's on the front of that. Because that's a limited design. That is a jackalope. That was the first one I bought. They they had done a limited run of those, and so they I don't think they've done them since. So is it that? So that is the. I like the half size, and so this guy then is like the full size one, and that, of course, oh, is one of my that. favorite animals there. There's a phoenix. Oh, wow, that's really nice. And of course, I bought it at uh, Phoenix at the time, Comic-Con, now Phoenix Fan Fusion, uh, but I think they did a design sort of, you know, it's really cool because also they were going to be in Phoenix. Uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and you can feel that. I mean, like, it is, like you can see, even it's, it is etched, you can stitched. I mean, like, it is a quilted design along there. There is, like, the the thing across the top, you can actually customize which ones you want to do, and they actually are, you can adjust them if you want to, like whatever length you want no. to have on there, you can you know, put them wherever you want to. So they do, um, they, they do they do custom ones, but they, they, they do limited runs of certain designs and stuff too, and you can get them, and then you can do it. So what I'm excited about, hopefully when, <laughs> you know, when uh, finances turn back my, my way, which currently they're not, um, that I will be able to buy one that actually can fit me, because this one is close, but even I, I got wait, the wait, wait, what do you mean? You put it, you put it on. What happens? Yeah, it's still, it's still. You don't want to do it. I go, oh, no, don't do it because oh. we're at the end of the show, so I'm yeah. not worried about. <laughs> so I got, so I got this one, which was like the you know double XL. This was like I don't, they don't do the sizes like that, but this is like you know quadruple XL, and still not. I'm not quite there. But that's the quadruple XL? Uh, yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. I I'm gonna need it. it. You want to try? No, I that's that's I'm now I'm worried. Yeah. Wait a minute. So they're so but now I've gone on to their site and they actually do like up to, you know, eight XL or whatever it is. So like the idea is that you measure like around your head. So the idea is that you want to have it, you know, sitting on your head okay. like a crown, essentially. Right. right. Uh, yeah, I can't, I, I can't even even that won't do the job. Oh, okay. So like this guy obviously if I put it on here. Well, For the front, it's not bad, but yeah, yeah the back's across the back. That's you don't, the problem. It's bad. It's my head's bad. basically shaped like an egg. Okay. So it's like it's it's an oval. So that's the problem is everything is round and my head is an oval. So I can do this, but then I kind of feel like a like an organ grinder's monkey. Yeah, no. Uh, so but so this is the bigger one and uh, still not quite. Oh, I can, oh I can, it's I can, close. Oh, I can, yeah, exactly. I can, but I if feel I do like this, I can be like, yeah, but but I feel like at any point this thing is just gonna yeah. Right across the top. Of okay. So I, it's not their fault. I just have a weird short head. So I'm, I'm hoping sometime in the future right. oh, I can get one that actually like fully fits. So. so what is the appeal of a fez outside of the cultural historical thing? <laughs> a modern head, a modern person. 
Is it is it the safety? Because it's because you know there's no there's no bill like a baseball cap to shield True. your eyes from anything. True. Yeah, I, I would say they. I mean, they they have all sorts of care in how you're supposed to take sure. care of them and that kind of thing. So I would not say this is a, a good all weather. Hat. But what is it? I think it's more like a a, a sort of like a solidarity inside. You know, uh, having fun and oh, yeah, stroking the yeah. You're you're really <laughs> no. It's really it's really soft. Yeah, feel that. Feel that. Come on. I mean, it's right? it's Whoa. it's like I'm perpetually <laughs> graduating. I uh, yes. <laughs> Stroke uh, the fence okay. for a while. Okay. No, I'm I'm really curious. I yeah, kind I like, of I like I think of them as like fun things to wear at at conventions and, and you know gatherings and that kind of stuff. I mean, like there's there's a. Um, one of the guys who runs one of the, the best shows at Khan, like always has his fez on. I always thought he looked really cool with it. I want I want to think about illumination. Oh. Animation. We have something to think about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice. Yeah, they're very cool. So yeah, the Fezorama, you can order like I said, they 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 actually do custom stuff. So like if you have a company or a logo or you know something cool, you they actually will give you a quote and you can have your own uh, stuff on there. Otherwise, they have a bunch of cool designs that they do themselves and accessories. Like if you want to have like a you know a carrying case and all that kind of stuff, but they're they're really cool. And the, and the people who run it, it's just a small group of you know like five or six people. Uh, so they're they're very cool. So we have uh, we have an event that we'll be going to in late May, which right. new information was just released on. True, and tickets are still available. So. Star, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. We may have to be talking about that. Mm. Fine, fine things today mm-hmm. on the show. I'm going to put yeah. him right there. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. What a, uh, We hope you've had a, a random amount of fun. We hope it's a <laughs> tremendous amount of fun. Randomly distributed right. over the course of the show. We're going to work on that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure you uh, check out previous episodes. Uh, let us know what you think. There's a way to leave a comment. Mm-hmm. We'll be back Keep next Wednesday for the all ten more random things. That is, that is the plan. Thanks, everybody. Have some random fun. Bye. Ten Random Things is part of the TrueStory.fm family of podcasts. Find out more about us at TrueStory.fm slash shows. This show streams live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Arizona time. Find it at YouTube.com slash The Next Real Podcast. And finally, your random fact of the day is that in the original Ghostbusters, the voice of Zool was provided by director Ivan Reitman.